Welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard. We'll be hearing from FEBC President Ed Cannon in just a moment. A few months ago, this past summer, Ed and I visited Seoul, South Korea for a special event. And during that time, we met several of the directors of FEBC from around the world. So today, we sit down and talk with our Indonesian director, Yoki Prabata. Uh, Yoki, welcome. I had the privilege to spend some time with you a few months ago um, in Indonesia, and you're explaining the ministry to me. So why don't you just tell our listeners very briefly a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the ministry of FABC Indonesia, and anything else you think they might be interested in hearing. Okay. Thank you for welcoming me. Sure. And it's a good opportunity for me to introduce myself today. Okay. Um, Several months ago, actually, I think it's about one month ago only, yeah? Ed was coming to our home because he was visiting Indonesian FEBC. He's everywhere, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> and actually, we are glad to have him at our home because uh, he and also Matt Perry that time, Matt Perry uh, lead our uh, home fellowship. Yeah. Okay. And Ed, are, tell us who Matt is. Matt is FEBC New Zealand's uh, director, and he's been there for... A number of years, a really good fellow, and so you got a new accent there in Indonesia as he did the devotion in a New Zealand accent. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and actually, what we do in in Indonesia, actually, uh, we have seven radio station. Okay, uh, well, all over Indonesia, actually, in Sumatra we have three, in Aceh, Padang, and also Lampung, and then in. Jakarta, we have one. It's around Karawachi area and then Bali. And then uh, Samarinda in Kalimantan or Borneo. And also the last one is Makassar in Sulawesi. But we also have more than that. Okay, because actually we work together with another 125 radio stations, wow. Christian, Christian radio stations, and we buy their airtime uh, to read our programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, because um, I was around and involved in this, we modeled, Wayne, the Indonesia Broadcast Network sort of after what Moody Broadcasting did with the MBN and the Moody Broadcast Network um, by saying we're offering programs free to a number of stations all around Indonesia. And many of them said, oh, of course, we'd love to take your content free, which is a great way for us to get the gospel to the 300 plus million people in Indonesia, which, by the way, Wayne, is the largest Muslim country in the world. Yeah, you've told me that before. That's amazing. So you have all these affiliated radio stations. You said 125 in addition to FEBC's seven uh, seven own radio stations. That's a huge network of stations you're responsible for. Yeah, and actually we count the time that we air good news in Indonesia, then we will have, well, thousands Ten of thousands of uh, hours per month or per year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's quite amazing, the outreach that they've got. And it's this growth with the, quote, more radio stations, that's the name of our project, yes. is only a few years old. So it's under the leadership of our former director and now under Yoke that this expansion is going on. And it is amazing work of God to see how many people have access in that country to the gospel. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me about the listener's response to what you're doing. What do you hear from people? Okay. Actually, if we ask to our listeners, for the four radio stations, they like it very much. And actually, they just 
some some of my friends that actually I introduce our radio Heartline, and they said, "Wow, it's amazing! We have this radio in Indonesia because actually I never heard such a thing." Okay, in other country it seems to be well a lot of rejection. Okay, actually in Indonesia, other than four, we have three that well challenging, but actually currently Aceh, Padang, and Makassar. But actually, right now we already have the uh, maybe a door or a window, okay, that God already lead us. We can work together with the Ministry of Religion, and then uh, Ministry of Information, and also people who are at the those area that actually reject our mm-hmm. uh, programs. Okay. So, are you broadcasting under restrictions from the government of any kind? Yes, actually, especially on those three cities. Okay, all right. Okay, but the other cities, we have no rejection, and okay. actually, we can just do whatever we want. I mean, it's already uh, written in the contract. Okay, so we can do it. And other than radio, actually, we also support uh, hundreds of ministers that are put in the rural area because actually they have no... Well, the economy there is not that good, okay? So they need a lot of uh, uh, help. And then we actually collect some fund and then send out to them so we can support their ministry. So you enable them. In what ways do you provide them transportation, that kind of thing? You no, know, actually something like, well, food or actually some uh, capital, Ah, money okay and also actually we we buy them some some of them we buy chicken okay <laughs> really and they can grow live chickens live yeah. chicken yeah they can grow and then well it becomes a farm okay and so now, you enable them to do their ministry yes that's very important yeah and then they in turn partner with you to get people listening to the radio stations yeah. so they can be sustainable in their ministries you know, Wayne asked about the responses you get from listeners. I know that for, for years you've had a counseling center there in Indonesia um, and some very professional people working there to, to respond to listeners. You want to tell us just a little bit about how, how that works? Okay. Right now, actually, we already have a special number for people who wants to contact us directly. And actually, we also provide a WhatsApp number so they can ask but just by typing mm-hmm. in and then whatsapp uh, is the messaging service we all use around the world yes, yeah sure yes okay and then actually we have a team that specially respond to that actually we have a lot of response from uh, several people who listen to our radio and also they ask for prayers we actually also identified some listeners in in well in their very limited life support so we uh, go to them and we help them. Okay, one, one of the, uh, our listeners that we help actually said that actually, thank you very much that uh, the staff of Yaski already coming to us and help us. Because actually like what uh, we see, okay, the house was, well, like a wreck and actually also they have problem of paying the tuition for study and also they have lack of fun to buy their own food and then we help them 
and we pray for them, and they like it. So and this is far, that. far more than a broadcast ministry. Well, it's, what Wayne, what you and I have talked about for a very long time with FEBC. It's like we're not just broadcasting content to people to learn the Bible, but we become their best friends in a sense. Right. We have to network with the community close to the listener, as we've said at FEBC for decades. And I know that Yoki and his staff <clears throat> have a very large country to deal with. How many islands there? 17,000 islands. 17,000 yeah. islands. Yeah. And yeah, around 300 million people in the country. So it is a challenge. But I know that their staff are constantly going out to pray with, to meet, to further explain the gospel to people, to hand out radios and, uh, and be a support to them so, so that they're inspired to continue to listen. And maybe they'll even share with their neighbors uh, yeah. the Bible broadcast on Yaski. Why do you do what you do? God called you to do this, right? Yes. Actually, some uh, incident in my life happened. Okay. Like my wife here, actually, we have a testimony that she, she was having a, like a mom's on her neck hmm. and God amazingly healed her. Okay. Well, the story is quite long. So I think, uh, yeah, I just okay. ta- tell you about that. Sure. One. And then the second one was my uh, daughter. My daughter have a, well, a very rare disease called Henoch Purpura Syndrome, that actually I have already brought her to a doctor, a professor actually, and it cannot be healed, he said. But we prayed, we prayed, and then God tells me to meet somebody, and actually it was a Chinese medicine doctor. <laughs> I never believed such thing, right? <laughs> but actually because God told me about that, and then I said, okay, Lord, I will try this one. I bring him to to my home, and then he said, "Wow, uh, she should have this. Take this for three times, three days, and then it will be healed." I said, "The professor has done a lot of things for two months; nothing happened." And then, actually, I also heard from my daughter. She said, "I prayed about this to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, if you want to take me now." Please prepare my heart. But actually, if you want to heal me, because I'm about to be having a birthday party on the 17th, her 17th birthday, that actually we already prepared from, well, three or four months before. He said, I want to stand at the front, already be healed. Oh, wow. And then what happened after, after those medicine, three days, clear. No sign at all. And she was standing there in front and testified to her friends. So it brought you, uh, through that crisis moment, it brought you to this ministry. And I do believe, Wayne, that God brought Yoke and his wife to FEBC. The privilege that we had to meet in your home uh, instantly convinced me that now you are FEBC family. And we just loved being so much in your home. We loved you showing us the beautiful hills and... For those who've never been to Indonesia, it is a remarkably beautiful country, not without its challenges, of course, but FEBC Indonesia and Yaski are doing a great job, Wayne, at taking the gospel to that very lost and broken broken nation. So I think what we'll have to do is ask Yoke and his lovely wife to come back again so we can get a little bit more detail right, about right. the story. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. by then, maybe you'll have a few more years 
under your belt as a director, and you can tell us more about the growth of yeah. Yaski in Indonesia and the impact that the Lord's having on that country. Yeah, thank you. Okay, love- I, I want to add something. Yes, please do. Actually, well, my background is IT guy, and actually I was working with a quite big uh, bank in Indonesia, okay, Number eight, actually, number eight, the biggest bank in Indonesia. I was serving there for 26 years, and then I was looking for a secular job after that. But the Lord reminds me about those amazing uh, miracles, right. and then I look for a job that related to God's work. Mm-hmm. And then, well, God lead me to Yaski. And I, I'm very thankful on that one. And I met a lot of FEBC people. They are very humble. They are very friendly. And I thank God on that one. Well, it's wonderful. It is a great organization. Yoke, how can our listeners be praying with you and for you and for Yaski today? Yeah, pray so actually our uh, foundation can be sustained and, well, I'm thankful that we are depassing the COVID-19 and we are still alive. Praise God. And and we want Yaski to grow along with God and also along with other FEBC international group. Okay, so we can spread the word and we can also help people that are in it and uh, tell them about why God so loves us. Well, that was recorded a few months ago in Seoul, South Korea, as Ed Cannon sat down to talk with Yoki Prabata, our Indonesian director for the Far East Broadcasting Company. What a report from the largest Muslim-populated country in the world. If you'd like to learn how to pray more specifically for Indonesia and other countries where FEBC is heard, please sign up for our prayer target at febc.org. That's febc.org. This has been Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company.